0: this is such
1: a vibe you said the exact same thing last episode (laughs) you just ruined my intro anyway what's up guys welcome to another episode of the righteous man where we're talking all things men masculinity and mental health we've got the boys in the lab how are we boys gentlemen
2: welcome back dave yeah, for the 15th of
1: <laughs> To give you a little bit of context, Dave has been away uh, studying, um, doing whatever he's secretly doing that Modeling. we're not allowed to disclose. <laughs> Laundry model. <laughs> he's a foot model now. Um, what? And so our episodes That's have been strange. few and far between, so we do apologize. Now, we have another person in the studio with us a very special guest the man the myth, the legend <coughs> Dave uh, honestly I think this is a, a very big mistake so, I've, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so off a a start. Today's, today's guest is a close friend of mine and uh, look what I've discovered is that every time I introduce close friends of mine to other close friends of mine they just bond over the uh, mutual enjoyment of roasting me so <laughs> this I anticipate is be so good this is gonna be a very painful next 60 minutes of my life but we are very blessed to have Kira, aka KT, up in the studio. I've been trying to get him in here for quite a while, so very glad that you could grace us with your presence, Kira. Thank you. Pleasure, thank you for pleasure. joining
1: Thanks
3: us. for having me.
1: Now, what's our juicy, juicy topic? No, topic. I actually rate. really like today's topic. I think it's something that is very <clears> understated, um, something we probably, probably don't give a lot of thought to, but is very imperative to us as people and can be applicable to guys and girls. So, Dave, take it away.
0: Yeah, so today we are talking about friendship, which uh, usually when we hear that word, you know, we think it's a bit wishy-washy, something that's kind of like a youth meeting style thing, or something that we only really give thought to when we're a bit younger in life, and maybe when we're older and we're in that adult stage, we maybe we don't look at friendships with the same um, thought process. I don't know; it's it's a very different thing. But um, I guess just to start off, maybe we can go around like what what is friendship? What does that mean? What's friendship? What's a good friend? What do you guys think? We'll Any start. other
1: questions or like can we just keep it at
0: one? Yeah, I'll add more. we'll start with our uh, <laughs> with our honoured guest. KT, what is friendship?
3: Oh, yeah, start with me,
0: huh? I'll start with you, brother.
3: <laughs> start with me. Right. Friendship. All right. As you said, very, 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 very uh passionate about this Say topic. Say it very one more time. <laughs> mm.
0: All right. I'm trying to get used to the level. You're already in time. his targets, Mark. You yeah. need to You need to take it. He'll, he'll come for you. Guys, I, you I think he's very, very
1: passionate about this topic. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. I'm here. I'm here. Welcome <laughs> back. KT's only just figured out that he needs to speak into the mic. So apologies for the technical difficulties, guys. Yeah, but in I front think of we're, your we're, face we're about to get the lips there. on the thing in front of your face. Okay. All
3: right. You guys okay. have done a couple of episodes suddenly. You think you're Kyle and
1: Jackio, huh? <laughs> Carl and Jackie. O,
0: Carl and Jackio would be lucky. To be in someone else's house recording the way we do. <laughs> They'd be lucky.
1: All right, let's get to the topic. KT, what's right. friendship?
3: Friendship, for me, I got so- I summed it down to three main points, in my opinion. And it sort of trickles on to that second point of what makes a good friend. Um, but the, the three main points that I've got, and we can unpack them, I think, together. So, depth and authenticity. Okay. No fear of judgment
1: mm-hmm.
3: or, or gossip. And face-to-face interaction.
1: Mm. oh I like that last one
0: you want to explain what that means or you <laughs> going to throw that's these it? fancy terms Episode, <laughs> episode's over guys thanks very much for what, what does that mean such? sounds like love languages
3: <laughs> I think I think I, I threw in there that little unpack comment so I can yeah. pass the baton to someone yeah else. you
0: try to get out of it yeah Mark I can uh, <laughs> just keep our clothes on
1: <laughs> was that part of the, <laughs> oh, part part of the part Mark, Mark removes his clothes you yeah. <laughs> know so Keep, it keeps it saucy I think a sound guy is a tough job anyways <laughs> Mark go what does friendship mean to you
2: uh, well I think Katie described characteristics of friendship but um, <clears throat> an actual friend I think um, it's a really hard one to to explain what mm. like it's I think if like you had an alien come to planet earth and you tried to explain <laughs> what a friend is and it'd actually be very it'd difficult. It'd be really difficult. Mm. It's like, oh, well, it's not someone you marry, but someone you spend a lot of time with. But mm. like, it'd, I think it'd be really hard. Mm. I don't know. What do you guys think? Right. Dave, um, wait, wait, Dave, what do you think?
1: Yeah.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> no, just get, so, yeah, get it out of your system now. Get so Mark has discovered
1: on his little sound editing toy that this uh, sound effect exists. So if you yeah. hear it throughout the episode,
0: um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not so cussing. They just want
1: to. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm sitting right oh, next. So let's to
0: let's, uh, let's all have fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Our poor listeners are going to be five minutes into this episode and be like, "What on earth are these guys doing?" Um, I think to give a, a very <laughs> short, a short, like explanation of
2: just to bring it yeah. back. Soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a very short and sharp of what a friend is. I think a friend is someone who shows you what you could be, or right. tries to bring you up to something that is mm. better than what you should
0: be. Holds a mirror to you.
2: Yeah, essentially is being God to you, being Christ to you is showing what you mm. should be. You should be something better and that's what the friend is there to do. Yeah. If I think his friend is dragging you down, mm. then maybe they shouldn't be your friend but we can talk about that Yeah. after. Mm. I but think Essentially, I think yeah. that's what it comes down to.
1: I think if anything, I was just going to, I guess, compliment that point. I think if you could summarise friendship, it would be a form of relationship, a non-intimate relationship that you have with someone that provides you with a positive influence on your life. Yeah. Um, I guess you could also throw enjoyment into there yep. and I guess bound by confidence and trust. Yeah, yeah. Th- that for me is like you have this mutual, mutual is actually, I don't want to unpack that just yet, but assuming that it's effort from both sides, you have a mutual relationship with someone that's not intimate, that's bound by positive positivity, respect, trust, etc. Mm. Now Dave, you actually have to answer the question.
0: Uh, yeah, as you guys said, it's very difficult to, to explain and I don't think, I don't think that's anything new. Even in ancient philosophy, the Greek philosophers wrote a lot about mm. friendship. Um, and in Stoic philosophy, there was, there was three classifications of friendship. So the first one was of utility, uh, which is basically like a mutual benefit. So you get something from that person, they get something from you. Mm. So it's a very rudimentary level of friendship, kind of like when you have coworkers and then you leave that place and you get a new job and then you just kind of mm. forget about each other, right? And then the next one was of pleasure, so based on <coughs> fun, so again, it's a friendship that's it's not very deep, but you do things that you enjoy mm. together, like you might play sports together or you're drinking buddies or something like that.
1: Is there one based on roasting? Because
0: <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah. So if
0: there is, that's your own category. My, <laughs> <laughs> alrighty then.
1: Yep. I'm sitting next to the machine now, so
0: you need to move that chair. <laughs> yeah. The last one is um, friendships of good. So these, this this is in philosophy. This is the closest type of of relationship where mm. it doesn't require any kind of shared interests. It's it's more about Um, there's a shared um, sense of value. There's something that they both believe in. So again, for us, from a Christian perspective, that shared value would be our our Christian ideals, our faith and our morals that derive from that. So when that is that factor that's in common it allows for a much deeper friendship. Mm. So I think I think mm-hmm. we all have friendships like that which are very superficial mm. and built on either those mutual interests mm. or built on the we do stuff together like oh like like even for me I've had teammates who like that's what we have in common but when not playing sports there's not really much there. Mm, um, yep. stuff like that. So there's, there's different levels to friendship. I don't, think that, I don't think there's anything simple about it. I don't no, think no. it's something that you should only talk about in Sunday school or only mm. in primary school when you're trying to teach young kids mm. how to interact with each other. Mm. As adults, I think it's very important that we think about
1: friendship. Yeah. I think as well as we, I guess, delve deeper into this topic, also to understand what are some of the negative effects of having, you know, potentially, I don't want to use the word toxic, but for lack of a better term, you know, friendships that aren't probably a positive influence on you. Mm-hmm. I think that that's something that, like, <clears throat> it's not one of those topics that you sort of look at and go, you know, I maybe need to think about who I'm spending time with, who I'm connecting with, you know, maybe conducting a self audit and thinking, maybe I need to pull back from, you know, this circle of people or whatever it is. Um, but what are your thoughts, KT? Like, do you think that there is some rationale behind, I need to be intentional in terms of, because it almost sounds sounds like condescending. It's like, oh, I'm going to consciously make sure I'm not friends with this particular circle because whatever reason, you're obviously mm. not good for me.
3: Mm. Look, if if we take it back one step, and I know, I know I've spoken to Dave about this a lot, I think it's very important that we define, first of all, and, and differentiate between friendship and an acquaintance. Mm. Mm. That line needs to be very, very clear. Mm. What we define as a friend now needs to be very, very, very clear, as to what morals and values we govern that and the the depth I share with that individual. An acquaintance is a very different realm altogether Mm. and that needs to be very clear. Unfortunately, I think now, and I'm not one of those people that like to throw everything negative on the consequences (laughs) of social media, but I think Mm. naturally, put two and two together, the concept of a friend request has turned into an acquaintance and now... Anyone who's got a friend request that 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 acquaintance friendship thing has been blurred yeah mm. yeah yeah, so I think now you get 800, 900 people on your on your Facebook suddenly they're all your friends mm. no nah. I disagree with that, that mm. that's just cold, cold hard my opinion mm. I think the with coming back to this point on on do does does toxicity exist in friendships absolutely I think it does. Um, and I think the Bible refers to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm looking at my phone now because I haven't memorized the verse, <laughs> but I, I, um, I'm very, very confident that that exists. Now, I think it was in Proverbs. I think yeah, Dave walking evil, in, evil walk with the wise corrupt. and become wise. Yeah. For a companion of fools suffers harm. Yep, yeah. 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 So that that definitely exists. Yep. Yeah. But I think what's more important is that we define. If you are clear on what a good friend is and how to seek that. I don't know, tell me what you guys think, but wouldn't that be easier to avoid toxicity? Toxicity, Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. Rather than go on the realm of just avoiding toxicity.
0: Yeah. Mm. And it's probably something you also learn the hard way in some situations. Like you might think that someone mm. feels about you a certain way and then some situations bring out their true colours. Like maybe everything's hit the fan for you and you were really hoping or expecting that they'd be there supporting you and they're kind of not. Or you find out that someone's been talking about you behind your back and it kind of shatters the reality that you had. And you, you're like, wow, this person that I trusted, wow, it's definitely not mutual. This mm. is something. And I think as adults, that can be very uh, traumatic. Like it can be, I honestly think it can be similar to a breakup when you have a close friend yeah. um, and you know, there's, there's some kind of conflict there or you feel hurt or you feel betrayed by that. Mm. And then bringing it back to what I was saying to you guys before we started recording, like as grown men, is this something that we pay off? Is this something that we don't think and talk about with much intentionality? Like, do we do we process that well when we feel hurt and betrayed in friendships? Or do we feel that because we're we're men that it's not something that we should be affected by? Do you, know, you guys know what I'm saying? What do you guys think? I think at the end of the day it comes down to what you
2: went into the friendship, like what the goal was that you went in with or what, like what you thought you would get from the friendship. Because some people, like I'm sure we've all had friends like that, their whole life is built on who their friends are or the times they have with their friends or – who they're getting married to or their work colleagues, for example, like that's what Mm. their whole value and their whole happiness is based on. Um, So when it crumbles, then that part of them crumbles or their whole being like falls apart. Like that, that's the person I was fully relying on to make me happy. And all of a sudden they're not there anymore. Mm. But I think when we go in with more of a mindset that uh, like the church fathers um, talk about this, and it goes along Dave with what you were saying with like the, um, the Stoic philosophers, because I think they all kind of, it comes all from you know philosophers like Plato and all those sort of things Mm -hmm. who talked about this sort of thing. But I wanted to just talk about this quote, which I think talks about exactly what we're saying, but it says, one sort of love in particular is insoluble. This is that love that is founded not on the basis of a recommendation or some office or great largest or business contract or natural necessity, but only on mutual similarity in virtue. This love I say is not sundered by any turn of events. Long distance and the march of time cannot prevail to erode or destroy such love. And not only that, even death itself cannot rend it. Mm. This is the true and unwavering affection that forms out of the perfection and virtue that is mirrored between the friends. Yeah, beautiful. So I think that's, when, that's powerful. Yeah. When you have like, it's beautiful. Like this, uh, this I book actually is, is called layman and desert. And it's talking about the, um, the conferences, which is a book for monks, yeah. but this guy, uh, he's a, Pastor, he takes out elements that we can use for our own spiritual lives, yeah. in, like in the world. Um, and, and it goes on to say, Genuine Christian love is purity of heart made mutual and binding between two human beings. It is what arises when two individuals commit themselves to the other pursuit of this goal together and thus begin to keep another aflame like logs in a fire that burns bright in one another's presence, mm. but can scarcely stay lit at all when alone. Oh. So I think when you go in with that goal of, I'm going to try and be a good person and I'm going to be selfless. For you and the other person is exactly the same then no matter what happens even if the friendship breaks down yeah. you haven't nothing it hasn't affected you in a negative way because you're like i'm doing this to to show my love for god for you mm-hmm. like right. so right. i think and and that doesn't necessarily have to be a church friend i think like, i think yeah, sometimes we we say oh you know every friendship outside of a christian friendship is wrong because <laughs> they're not you know they don't know god but I think like history has proven that that's not right and we probably our lives have proven that's not right either
1: mm. um, and it'd be almost impossible to have that kind of yeah of course that yeah. mentality
2: yeah but I think yeah, when trying to be a better person is not the goal of the friendship then it's based on going out fun times and eventually with the passage of time like that'll end like as you go into your late 20s or 30s good times end Yeah, you settle to, down there's not enough time you settle yeah. down so something has to keep your friendship there
3: mm. right yeah I mm. yeah. and I think that that quote just triggered something that I that I was thinking. To so Safe space,
2: Katie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let me let, let me know what you guys think. So all right. So I think what's happened or recently that, that the natural progression of life mm. dictates that you you go to school, you have a certain pack of friends, you are likely to develop one or two good friends subject to the school. Mm. And you will remain very good <laughs> friends there. Mm. You got to uni. You will naturally, I think, and and again, it's a very generalist statement. I'm not not saying it happens all the time, but I'm saying you'll naturally dip away from your school friends. If you're lucky, you'll retain contact with those people Mm. for a certain period of time. You make really good friends at uni. You are likely to remain very close there. You move on. You meet someone. You get married. Your friendship circle is generally governed on the stage of life that you're in. Mm. I think... While it may start there, if it is fueled by the fact that you attend a certain place together regularly mm. and only that, is it a friendship? Mm. I don't think so. Yeah. Is it going to last? I don't know. Mm. Yeah.
1: And it's also that that idea of like you have less and less in common, mm. you know. So, for example, if you're studying together like, yeah, okay, you have a lot of that face-to-face contact time and whatever and you're, I guess, stressing about the same exam or whatever, but then, you know, if you're in a relationship, you're more than likely going to become friends with people who are in relationships Mm. because you have that common theme amongst each other, which then I guess poses the challenge of like, is it really friendship if it's not really built on a concrete substance that withstands the test of time? Mm. Like if we're just kind of floating between different social circles because of the fact of whatever stage of life, (laughs) and that actually like leads me to kind of the next point. And this is something that I'm actually experiencing myself right now. And I know that this is quite common amongst a lot of people is that, you know, you've sort of got your group of boys, your group of girls, you know, whatever, and you're growing up and they might be like lifelong friends, but when you're younger, you don't really have any sense of responsibility and, you know, it's all about the good times. But then people sort of, they get into relationships, some people get married, some people go through breakups, some people have children, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, some people start changing, which is inevitable, you lose contact, you've got less time, you need to prioritize and, 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 and. And then, as Dave was saying before, it's actually a little bit of a traumatic experience where, you know, some people get really hurt by this stuff. And they're like, oh, you know, the, they don't contact me anymore. We don't hang out anymore. And, you know, they've changed ever since they got a girlfriend, as I'm sure Dave one day will. <laughs> I thought I'd just right. chuck that in there. Right, um, <laughs> It's going to be like that. Dave, but it's then, like that every week. <laughs> I don't
2: then, know well, why. I just had some false <laughs> hope that,
0: you know, there would be change. <laughs> I love this yeah, thing. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: So we don't have to interrupt any ourselves you, Kate, anymore. Katie, you want to
0: replace <laughs> me full time?
1: You want to replace me full time? I think the button's already replaced. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fair point. What a way to go out Replace by a button. Yeah, but so then I'm sort of thinking to myself that maybe, maybe it's actually our opinion on friendship that yeah. maybe a friendship in its design isn't supposed to last for a lifetime. Maybe the actual definition of friendship needs to be rejigged a little bit where it's like, all right, we're here now. We've got this in common. You know, we may as well enjoy it because Mm. actually the likelihood, if I was to think about how many friends have sort of come and gone throughout life, I actually believe that there's a higher likelihood that you will inevitably lose more friends than retain them. Mm. So I I don't know, like maybe it's it's actually in – it's actually on us to sort of say, okay, well maybe I shouldn't place too much emphasis on friendship because maybe it's mm. not as big of a deal. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's, that's, that that is very, very valid. And I think mm. it's applicable. It's a bit to depressing though. It is. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's a very negative way. I'm, I'm it sounds like damage control. It out there, there, yeah. It sounds I'm like damage control. Yeah. It sounds
3: like we, what, what I think you just said is hundred percent accurate to what it's become. Mm. I don't think it what, it is intended should be to the be. ideal. Yeah, hundred yeah.
1: percent agree with that. Mm. And but it feels more and more like you're sort of pushing <clears throat> things uphill and trying to go with the more traditional approach. Yeah. That's sort of where my point is getting at. It's yeah. like why try to, yeah. I guess, kick against the goads, as you'd say biblically.
2: But I think, well, like what you're saying is basically a reflection of what all of society has now become, which is mm. first in, first out. Like you, like I was talking about this, I think the other day with someone, just about like clothes in general. Like these days, no one ever like thinks about oh, I'm gonna buy this jumper and I'm gonna try and keep it and whatever. It's like well. Is this
0: gonna turn into a roast of my wardrobe? No, no. Okay. No happened before it's just the mics came off.
2: <laughs> we can do that after Dave. But um like society is now just instant gratification. It's just yeah. re- whatever doesn't work, whatever doesn't fit, you just replace, replace like closed cars. It's just you can jump online and mm. a click of a button and replace your jumper. Whereas like 15 years ago when you needed new clothes, it was like, you had to go out. It was very very intentional. Yeah. It was Mm -hmm. like a whole like, uh, like thing. (laughs) It was a day out. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) We actually looked forward, like you looked forward to Christmas and Easter because it's like, oh, new clothes and. Yeah. um, Very true. But now it's like, it means nothing. And I think that's basically what you described as friendship. Mm It was like, whatever's convenient at the time, whatever's fitting my schedule, my, like, like I remember having this discussion with one of the, like the boys that I serve about Snapchat and Instagram and whatever. And he's like, I have so many friends that I keep in touch with and whatever. And if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't keep in touch with them. Mm. And then I question him, I'm like, So are they your friends? And he's like, Well, they are because we keep in touch over social media. I'm like, Would you keep in touch if it wasn't for social media? Because these days you send out a snap, someone replies to you, or someone replies to your story, and you can start a conversation mm. with them. And a lot of people use that argument for social media. It's like, Well, I keep in touch with people that way. Yeah. But are they your friends? And I don't think they are. I That's think they just. Sense. That's an I think yeah, yeah, I, I barely even think an acquaintance. I think it's just someone that's It's a number. <laughs> yeah, it's just an like so what they've replied to your story and you started a conversation what has that led to like
1: what's the mm. purpose Can I build on that as well? Yeah. is like if you consider society now a lot of the times you find out about who got a new boyfriend or girlfriend, who got proposed yeah. to, who's pregnant, who had a baby, who bought a house, who bought a car, blah, blah, blah. And it's not because of like 10 years ago where you would actually have to see that yeah. person to be like, oh my goodness, you know, you're yeah. pregnant, congrats or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I saw it on Insta story yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. I yeah. might yeah, reply I to I, the story. I'm, not, I'm not here to
2: bash social media like KT, mm. like it, this is not about social media. You said like KT? <laughs> <laughs> I think you missed the like words, <laughs>
0: Ted. You've got to watch your words, man. He will no, come No, no, I after. said
2: like KT said, this is not uh, about bashing mm. social media, but it's about... <laughs> I think redefining... What did you say, brother? Dave, I've got the button right here.
1: Yeah, use the button. Use yeah. the button. What would you say? And your <laughs> <laughs> uh, Someone's going to be listening to this episode in the car with like the volume pretty high up. <laughs> just, someone's going to have on nothing. <laughs> What's that podcast you
3: listen
2: to where everyone just swears? <laughs> <laughs> the writer? But yeah, I, I think we really have to redefine yeah. what we think of friendship because to disagree with Ray, I think <laughs> a, friend should re- a friend should last you... Ideally, ideally through your life periods, yep. Yep. if it has the right goal in mind, yep. I think. I, I think,
1: think what you defining is I think I have a summary.
0: I think I have a summary for what all three of you are saying. This is the right? longest
1: intro ever.
0: <laughs> so friendship, <laughs> friendship well. is beautiful, and ideally, it should be that, and and should be all the things you describe, especially mm. Katie what you said about the depth, of authenticity, mm. the, you know, the safety, and all that kind of stuff. I think, and Ray, what you said is also true, that some of them are very temporary and it, it seems mm, to yeah. serve not, that chapter not, in life. I'm
1: not saying that I believe in that. I'm saying yeah, yeah. I was just chatting. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. yeah. That's what it's become. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So friendship is all of those things, but we throw that word around too easily. Yeah, It's cheap. Yeah, we it's, throw it around it's, way it's, too easily. It's become cheap. There are people that yeah. we regard as friends that we shouldn't and, and also to flip it back onto us, mm. we are not being the friend that we should be, especially mm. as Christians. We're not being the friend that we should be. Mm. What do you guys
1: think? What's fun, well, go on, go on, because I don't—I know that you wanted you had another conclusion as well.
3: Oh no, no, I, I, I just wanted to sum up what I thought exactly what you brought up, and I think what's happened, just conclusively in my opinion, is that society has progressed that our friendships have become self-serving. They—they mm-hmm. they serve me currently to avoid me either being lonely, or to avoid a purpose or stage of my life that I need to ride that out.
0: Which is kind of crazy. But I, I can think of so many. It's self serving. Yeah, like it's crazy. You,
3: no one wants to be alone. Yep. L- loneliness is a very very scary thing, no matter what realm you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think no matter if it's if it's school right through to uni and onwards and onwards, you, everyone wants to be surrounded by people. Yeah, and whether it's depth or not,
0: we've blurred that and it's become yeah. grey. So we'll settle. We will settle for a superficial friendship. To serve that purpose, because, I, I know, don't even out think of it's fear about, of being alone.
1: I don't think it's even about settling. Like, I'll give you an example, right? So, obviously, as Steph and I shout out to Steph, wait, where's my jingle, bro? Oh, 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 too yeah. many beeps. He broke it. <laughs> this is the worst shout <laughs> out is there, ever. Is
3: there a fiance button?
1: Yeah, that's the Princess
2: fia- Stephanie.
1: That's the fiance. I'm sorry. You know? that's that's that was a really poor shout out. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I made yeah. up for it. The funny thing is, I've yeah. actually never done it properly. Yeah, never. You should Literally. actually record
0: me saying it, so you don't have to. I don't have to do it every time.
1: <laughs> no, but like, I'll, I'll I'll give you two examples, and they're very contrasting. So number one, like <laughs> I'm, and I'm going through this at the moment, where you know I've been friends in this same circle of guys for maybe about twenty years or so, like long, long term. And it just fizzled out and no one did anything about it. Mm. And it's like, well, I'm not going to call you. And then they're not going to call me. And so then we're not going to hang out. We're not going to see each other. There's no face to face. And then Mm. it's just busy, busy, busy. You eventually drift apart and that takes its natural course. So point number one is about the sense of accountability that you have to be that friend Mm. and what that looks like and where the boundaries are because one-sided friendships are also another can of worms that we're going to get onto. And then I think number two, like in, as Steph and I, you know, our relationship has progressed. We've, I guess, subconsciously gravitated towards more couples. And then you realize that we're just here because it's fun and we're having a good time. It's something to do. And, you know, but there's no actual, and as you were saying, like one of the, 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 yeah, the depth and the substance Mm, is lacking. So, and then eventually we got to a point where, you know we have to prioritize life cuz life is busy and then you just lose contact with these people and yeah. you think it was just a firework friendship yeah, yeah. you yeah. met somewhere you popped up okay we had a little bit to talk about oh you're planning a wedding i'm planning a wedding whatever and then let's go out to dinner and then it's just that's that's the end of that so i feel like there's sense of accountability and also being able to identify what i would term as a firework friendship mm-hmm. you know and where that sort of stands because they are a good time You know, those like those instances where it's like, okay, we'll go out, we'll do whatever, we get to know you, whatever. And then I think that subconsciously, if I was to sort of look back on that experience, I would say a lot of us are actually afraid to, I mean move on from what we already know so in my mind subconsciously i'm like i have my circle of friends and i've grown up with these people and i don't want to venture out and i don't want more friends and like this is good for now but like stay at arm's length type of thing so i think we actually aren't really that good at developing Mm. new and healthy friendships yep yep um i think you just kind of go back to what you know despite the fact that it might be a really crappy relationship like it you know, like my circle of boys, we don't hang out. We don't really contact each other whatever. But then I'll naturally be more, I guess, reserved in terms of like making new friends because you're sort of thinking, oh, but I've got my friends. So but reality it's and practicality. Yeah, the, the familiarity. Is exactly very, right. It's, it's easy. Mm. Mm. So what do you what do you guys think? Um, yeah, I'm interested
0: to hear KT's perspective because obviously you've been married for quite a while now. So I'm interested, without checking you on... <laughs> <laughs>
1: the bus well, I mean, the look on I mean, no, but but what, what I mean is
0: what I mean is you would have experienced some of that you also would have experienced like the transitioning like di- people people that you grew up with and you're moving different stages of life, and things will naturally change so that that's what I meant not to chuck you in yeah, the no, bus.
3: i i, I definitely, i agree i agree and i think <laughs> I think it gets very it's a very scary and sad thing when you feel lonely in any stage yeah whether it be intimate or relational friendship. Loneliness is a very dark and scary thing. I think the important thing, to, we, the important thing is to ask the why. Why are so we're we we've identified the problem. We've identified several problems, and we've identified the catalyst to these problems. Mm. Why, for example, and I want to go back to this to the circle here. This this twenty year circle because every, everyone's got a circle. Every, every group. Mm, everyone, I really believe that as well. Everyone's a group of circle, right? Girls, guys. I think you. Again, confidently being generalist here, but I think most people do. Why is it that a 20 year circle can filter away? Or a 10 year circle can filter away? Mm. And I think we need to ask ourselves, am, am I am I here for this person? Do I share morals and values with this person? If this person rang me at a certain hour needing help, am I there? Mm. Or in most cases, I find I, I look at I look at a circle from far and I go, okay is this person serving a self-centered purpose? Like, am I, am I there just to be the funniest one? Am I there because I'm afraid to being lonely? Or am I there because I have no other option? Yeah. I think, I think if we need to sort of rejig and start again, think about your circle and think about what fuels that circle.
0: Yeah.
3: Is where, is where I want to start. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah. And it, well, it kind of brings me back to what you said before about the 900 people that you might have on social media, right? And what is the litmus test for that? And I think you're touching on a few things there. Um, and it's not necessarily bad things happening and seeing who's going to show up and who's loyal, but also um, something that you want to share, whether it's good news or bad news, who do you reach out to share that with? Because yeah. you're not going to, you might, I mean, obviously some people post status and stuff. I'm talking about more personal things. It's really that one or two that you would trust with that information or trust with that problem or you'd ask them mm. to, to pray for you and whatever's going on. You know what I mean? Like, like actually, What I, are the limits tests?
3: I want to ask you a question actually and I want to know if, if the majority of the room agree and obviously the listeners can give it their own thought. I have spoken to a lot of people about this concept of friendships and I think everyone is filtered down to I have a lot of people that I know. I laugh with a lot of people. I hang out with a lot of people but I probably can count three that I would share my life with. That but I that's all you the, need, right?
0: See, that's my question. I reckon that's all you need. And
3: is is that, is that the way, is it, do you think that's correct? Way, that that's the way God intended for it to be?
0: I reckon that's all you need. Yeah. I think uh, obviously there's so many beautiful verses in the Bible, like even St. Paul when he says, let brotherly love continue. And some of the ancient church fathers have said that, you know, it, it would be better for the world to continue without the sun. Than for the world to continue without brotherly love, without friendship and mm. all these, you know, David mm. and Saul, I'm sorry, David and Jonathan and mm. stuff like that. Like it's a, it is, it's a very intimate thing. It, it is, it's not superficial whatsoever. The friendship mm. that's presented to us biblically. I don't think we need to have a bajillion of them. But if you experience that,
1: yeah but, yeah, but what no. do you practically do? Just, like, start unfollowing people from this point? No, <laughs> like, well, like, I've got three Sorry, man, you didn't like, make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your time. I mean, have you <laughs> seen <they're laughs> their statuses? They're
0: like, I am now reviewing, and if you can read this, then you made it. And it's like, I haven't talked to you since year seven biology. You yeah, the
1: last person to do that. I actually unfriended them. <laughs> you like, this is so obnoxious that I'm deleting you. I've so seen like, so they're so informing you that
3: you didn't make the cut. You haven't spoken to him in a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, I thought it was assumed. <laughs>
0: I also, I think it was year 11. I wrote a status on Facebook. If anyone texted me, I don't have my phone. And someone just commented like, bro, no one <laughs> <laughs> with like, me. Was right? <laughs> that no, no, Thank God it was. No, it I did not talked to you back then. Thank God. No, but it's, I, I don't think we need many. I think if you have even just one or two of the of genuine friendship.
3: All right. Again, I want to take that. And I want to take what he said about concrete substance. What? Is your definition of concrete substance? What are the God intended crucial elements that sustain and fuel a healthy friendship? Wait,
1: who's asking the questions here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll let it slide. Go.
0: You go. No, you go. I'm, I'm, and I've mentioned it before on the, on, on, the podcast, I'm very big on Proverbs 17:17, 17, 17, as mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. I think, he sh- like I think
3: he's showing off. I mean, double check that verse. Go there, double check Why are you
0: pointing the hey, sound guy I like it's his job <laughs> to do it? Yeah, I'm no. like
2: the fact check. He literally mentions Mark, it every is, episode. Like, we could be talking about like plants, <laughs> and he'd be like, as iron sharpens yeah, iron. Like,
1: yeah. Mark is actually reading a book.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to find what are you the
1: reading?
2: quote. Share it with the class. What actually, are you? Why is it
1: yellow?
0: Fun. I'm trying to find the, Bro, the is quote. Is that a Penguin book?
2: <laughs> I feel as though if you're if you're confident, you can get away
3: with it. Look, okay, right. my it's favorite verse, Proverbs 604 verse one, <laughs> <laughs> and you say anything and, no one, <laughs> and no one really knows because no one read that far. Right.
1: You deliver it with confidence. That's it. Fun fact: that's actually the verse that the righteous man is built on. One of one of many.
0: But yeah. it, I, because that is a test of friendship. Mm. You can't, to sharpen one another and to call one another, you can't, and I've experienced this where, um, and I I, um, I did a very short course. I never actually finished the thing. <laughs> at at cool. St. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: that, yeah. Just another no, course okay. that leaves <laughs> commenced. Hold, hold on, hold on. I
0: enrolled in the one unit, uh, I did the one unit, but it was um, intro to... Um, <laughs> of course it was intro, because, <laughs> I mean, that's where it starts <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, this is the yeah, greatest yeah, episode yeah. ever.
0: Pastoral care and counselling, right? Did you get to the application. <laughs> Anyhow, so one of the things that I was talking about was like when you confront someone and you're trying to help someone to be the best they can be, mm. and obviously that that can be an abrasive process. Mm. That is a right that has to be earned, so you can't just do that for anyone. Mm-hmm. Someone that's just an acquaintance, if mm. you start calling them out about major character faults that they have, they'll be like, "Bro, who, who the hell are you to talk to me like like It's a right mm. that has to be earned." Yes, yes. So my point is that that verse is is really beautiful because it's saying a true friendship. Is where you can sharpen one another, and you can mm-hmm. call one another out, and make each other better with with that honesty. You have that right with each other.
3: So friendship breeds accountability.
0: Yeah. I would say so for sure.
3: Acquaintances don't.
0: Yeah, and going back to Mark's quote about the logs and the fire, it's it's the same as um I think it's Ecclesiastes four when it says two are better than one because if one falls and the other will support him.
2: And like notice like iron as iron sharpens iron, it, they're both iron. Like exactly, they're both yeah. doing it to they're each other, equals, and they're both yeah. the same material used for the same like yeah. iron is used for a specific thing yeah it's not it doesn't say like two swords or like two hammers it's <laughs> two it's two like two materials are the yeah. same they might have multiple different purposes in life different jobs careers yeah like whatever but they're mm. both made out of the same thing they're both with the same intention that i'm going to sharpen you and you're going to sharpen me mm. and we both do it together and we both have this common goal yeah it's of, mutually beneficial to the both yeah, yeah. Of, of bettering yeah. Yeah. others and maybe like like I remember I think I saw this video I can't remember a few days ago it was about like iron sharpening wood like if iron is hitting wood eventually the iron becomes dull and the iron like it, it, the whatever is like sharpening it is 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 blunt mm. so it can't be too like friends Opposing who have yeah, yeah. Who have so
0: two it in, insinuates a quality A quality yeah, yeah I think, which is actually I, I had a friend who he got really upset at me because when when we would hang out and we talk we would kind of talk about his issues. Mm. And he got really upset at me that I never opened up with him and I never shared. He's like, Ray, why don't you tell me what's ever Mm -hmm. going on with you? And he, that made him feel like the friendship was very shallow because it was one sided like that. So I, I think you're right. I think it's very important that that reciprocation is there. Mm. It's not that I'm better than you. I'm the one that's constantly, you know, lifting you up mm. and supporting you and telling but, you but and I, you're being dumb. Like. I,
2: also, I also think sometimes we overemphasize, you know, with men especially, oh, you've you know got to be vulnerable and open up. and Because like, mm. as we've probably you're all right. experienced, friendships are not in like, you know, oh, let me tell you my story and you can, you know, counsel me basically. To it's like when I'm going through something and I need to talk to someone, like you're there. It's not... Yeah. Like, you know, that's, yeah, you've never told me. Like, I think it's overemphasized a little bit and then guys kind of sometimes feel the pressure like, oh, he's not opening up to me. Like, am I doing something wrong? I'm
1: not, like, I'm not. I will actually say as well, I find that guys have a harder time making friends than girls do. Like, I feel, yeah, a hundred percent because I feel like there's one kind of the egotistical side of things, a bit of pride. Also that whole concept of like, you know, Oh, I don't really want to open up. So uh, that's not really friends. And like, we yeah. didn't really get along or whatever, but like a lot of girls will just naturally click. But to, do they naturally,
3: the, but do they naturally open up? Because I mm. think that, but is that, the, used, is
1: that the basis of what you would define friendship as? Like, I can you open up to that person? Cause I, I don't know if I'm basis, but mm. I think
3: every healthy, long lasting, sustainable friendship needs to have an element of vulnerability. Because depth yeah, requires vulnerability. I agree. For me to be able to open up to of course. you, tell you what's troubling me, what's plaguing my life, yeah. and how I'm struggling to overcome this requires me to let you in to the nitty-gritty of my life. Of course. Yeah. That's being vulnerable. Yeah. Of course. And then I have trusted you to not take the inform- that information and. No, I'm trying to find the quote. Shut <laughs> <Well, I'm laughs> sure. the, the book! As soon as KT started talking, I Mark picked up the book. <laughs> I think this yellow book is just the opposite of <laughs> I'm like, This guy's talking crap. <laughs> He's halfway
0: through bearing his soul. And and then I'm trying yellow to find the quote so I can reply to him, What's like, the book? What's it the agrees book? with him. What's the book?
2: I'm it's it's killing this animal. What's the book? It's called Meeting God in Men. I mentioned it before.
1: It, you didn't, no, you mentioned laying in the Desert. On today's practical... We need a bibliography.
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to find the quote so I can
1: support <laughs> what he's trying to say. Can we stop cutting each other off, first and <laughs> foremost? That's what we do here, bro. <laughs> um, on today's practical example of... All right.
2: What oh! What, what <laughs> <nuts> <laughs> How in. does it feel?
1: <laughs> Why don't you just go open up your book again? Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Sorry, KT, continue your point, and then I'll.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm just. I'm, I'm, right, gonna, right, I'm Finish, irrelevant. finish. No, and we'll come right. back. We'll uh, come back
0: to KT. I'm pretty finish.
1: sure I was supposed to answer the same question like 10 minutes ago. How but about I what? be the moderator from now on? I just don't know. Uh, it's clear
3: that we've now noticed who requires a bit more love in this room. Let's just dish it out Ooh. that way for a bit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm feeling a bit vulnerable. No, I was actually going to go back to, I mean, Dave bringing up the iron sharpens iron, but I also think that, you know, no, no greater love than than this like you know to lay your life down for your friends like when you think about it Mm. it's it's love there's an element of love there Mm. you know there's an element Mm. of sacrifice Mm. there if you Mm. really break down that verse like no greater love has a man Mm. than this Mm. so that's the epitome and the pinnacle of love Mm. to lay your life down for Mm. your friends there is an element of sacrifice Mm. and it's bound by love like Mm. i think like for example i i I consider Mark to be a really good friend of mine. I haven't necessarily opened up to Mark about anything explicit. We'll talk about that after. Eh? yeah. <laughs> but I think I it's, it's, it's bound by the confidence to know that there's enough love that exists there that if I was to ever need anything, there is that depth and substance mm. and to know that there's that sense of commitment and loyalty to be like, you know, in the instance where if something hit the fan. But I also think that there is, and this is probably a bit of a segue into the, I guess, accountability issue, you know, that element of sacrifice. Like how much do you actually put into a, a, yeah. a, a friendship or a acquaintance or relationship, whatever you want to call it. Like that's that's kind of the other side of the coin where it's like how often – uh, and this was actually not that I mean to go personal with you, Dave, but oh, no. I remember there was that one particular individual, you know, a, a few years back or whatever it was where I was like this person's just using you. You know, they only seem to pick up the phone when they're bored, when they've got nothing else to do, or when they need a lift somewhere or whatever. And I don't know if you recall this conversation, but this was kind of like bound by, you know, it's a one-sided affair here. You know, this, this, this sacrifice, yeah. which, is, which is fine, which is a healthy element of, you know, whether that sacrifice is time or effort or driving to someone or picking someone up or money or whatever, but then you sort of there's this healthy boundary behind. If I wasn't the one pulling this mm. weight, it would just it would just fizzle out.
2: Mm. Can I? Um, so just this quote is that I found. The book again. <laughs> is this from nah, the book? it's books? just to support what you guys are saying. But I want to add another yeah. point, Ray, to what you're saying yeah. as well. So the quote says, um, "Friendship bursts the bounds of one's self, and in this is painful. In love, the other becomes my own self. In this way, his suffering also becomes a part of my own being. Mm. Every blow that hits him hits me also." As well mm. as my own wretchedness, I now have to bear his shortcomings, his failures, his weariness, and his cares. We have to persevere faithfully in this unity of being. We also have to accept the consequences of friendship. It can become a difficult bond that wears us out. Sometimes we have to watch the disintegration of the other person and still keep giving ourselves to him in a creative way. Mm. So it's like. That's very powerful. It's good as well. Yeah. Like, Ray, what you're saying, like, greater love has no man than this. I think you're not called to keep the other person accountable. And mm. I know that sounds controversial because that basically means you don't yeah, need that's any boundaries. But like, I remember mm. always when they talk about marriage and they talk about the verse of, you know, wife, submit your yourselves and yeah, husbands. <laughs> oh my God. The, the instruction is always given that to the to each person, like the wife and the husband, is that yeah. it is not your responsibility. We just ignore, we
1: ignore the, the command <laughs> to the husband. <laughs> don't worry about that one. But, <laughs> it's, it's, on <laughs> <moon>.
2: <laughs> but it's not, it's not, each person's responsibility to make sure the other person is following the command and it's your responsibility to make sure you're following Mm. your side of the the equation
3: but see uh, doesn't that defeat accountability
2: it does but like if if there is a friend who yes is using you has like like I said if we go back to that verse it doesn't say greater life greater love has no man than this is to lay down your life for one's friends and then make sure that they're also laying down their lives
1: yeah and it's reciprocated or like well there's there's the keeping score argument as well it's like you know, oh, I did it this time. And that did it, you know, you've yeah. got to do it this time or whatever. But,
2: but then I think also in that case, if it's you one-sided, it's, yeah, but
1: you, you can't be in a friendship that like a person just doesn't reciprocate at all. Like yeah, that's no. a, that's a service. But then, yeah, yeah I think that that's not a yeah. Friendship. I think I think K is onto something there. Because, so I think it just yeah.
2: moves from being a friendship, but it doesn't. Mm. But I don't think it was commanded to stop. No, no, serving definitely that not. Person.
0: You're not committed. We we love them irrespective because that's a calling as a Christian, but it goes back to what we were saying before, how we throw around the word friend a bit too easily. So maybe our fault is to expect that reciprocation or whatever from that person. Mm. But it doesn't mean that we should ever stop showing that love because yeah. by definition it is it is the agape love. It's self-emptying. It's not looking to get anything in return.
2: And if you if you look at the spark of like all of Christ's interactions, it started with trying to help someone. Like yeah. you never know we don't know what continued after those. Like it says like when when Zacchaeus came to him, he then went and had dinner with him and like yeah. invited tax. So the spark was serving someone and then it became a friendship because maybe that person that isn't reciprocating might see man, this guy loves me. He serves me. He like asks nothing in return. How can I not show something back? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, something starts to grow from there where the person is or is now reciprocating. Yeah. So I think we can't just write off something as... No, uh, definitely it's not. It's just a service.
0: But I think the the practical application becomes difficult because yeah, that, that is Christ. And even in that yeah. same passage, when he turns to the apostles, he says, you are my friends. You're yeah. no longer... Mm. Y- you are my friends. And there's that dignity there. But mm. for us on a practical level... When you are in that, you find yourself in that one-sided what friendship. Do you do, yeah. You're not thinking about like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm watch their feed, and it's like, why is, the, why are they yeah. never showing up? Why are they never here? Why do they yeah, make yeah, me absolutely. feel like I can't trust them yeah. with this information yeah. type of thing?
3: I think, I think, uh, onto on that. And I know we've spoken about this several times, right? It's important to identify that if a certain relationship becomes a service, mm. then I think we, and let me know what you guys think. I think we are called for that not to cease. Mm. So s- service. In essence, if we are really aiming and the bar is there correctly, it's not to cease. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is my opinion. I could be incorrect. But if you've adequately identified that this is a friendship and this person is my friend, you are entitled to ask for a two-way street. Yeah. It yeah. takes two to tango for Boom. anything to live. Mm. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Service is, service is one thing. You are, mm. you, the, the Lord has permitted this interaction because, because of all the intention. Mm. If this is a friendship, and it's been a friendship, mm. and for some reason or another one has dipped, I think the concept of friendship entitles you to raise that. Yeah. Where has that gone?
0: And Kay, what's what's your advice for having? That's a tough conversation again, especially for men, to because it it. I guess the whole vulnerability thing, it comes off as like, I don't want to be needy. I don't want to go up to this other 25 year old man and say, "Um, I I need more from you. Do you know what I mean? So what's your advice to a young man finds himself in that situation? Someone, someone they know this is my friend, but he's for whatever reason, like how would you advise them to approach that?
1: He's really got to choose his words carefully. (laughs) (laughs) If you could see the look on his face.
3: Because no, this is big. Because I have. It's important. Ah, uh, yeah, it's important. It's it, it can really consume your mind and your life if you do go through it, mm. and if unattended to, it, it can it can become a big thing. It yeah. grows. It grows mm-hmm. because you until don't know. one day eventually
1: it's got a something going to give and it explodes on you. Yeah, and get pretty resentful as well.
3: And you either you either walk away from something that really had life in it just was unaddressing correctly, or you stay in something that is has been dead for a long time. Mm. And I and I think the line needs to be drawn. We need to really know how, what what are the steps I need to take to either resurrect this, or is it like you said, mm. is it time to label this as toxic? I need to walk mm. away. Yeah. And I think for me, it's always face to face conversations.
0: Mm. Yeah, you mentioned that at the beginning. Face
3: to face conversations are pivotal. I think I don't have, this is me personally, I don't have one close friend where the basis of our communication is via text or phone, there will always be a priority to meet. Mm. I, I need to unpack the last couple of months of my life. When we, <laughs> when when are we catching up? I'm mm. not going to text you about the last couple of months of my life, yep. and I think that's pivotal because I think texting is cheap, yep,
1: and it's a it's a scapegoat to depth. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's like calling them to a higher standard, basically. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's easy as well in on that subject of accountability too, is that we do it as well. It's just, it's easy. It's convenient. You know, you don't have to move. You can manage multiple conversations at the same time, you know, whether it's texting, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. But what would you say? I mean, this this was actually kind of my litmus test as well, because obviously, you know, part of the marriage process, as you know, is picking a bridal party. So that was actually a very funny experience for me because I was like, who would I put at my bridal party? And aside from my my brother-in-law, Abraham, God bless him, it was Dave and one other gentleman, George. If anyone wants to take my place, um, they're very welcome. <laughs> You're going to die at my bucks party anyhow. But then I'm I'm sitting there going, I know a lot of people, a lot of guys my age, you know, and around that kind of vicinity, whatever. You know, we have a good time when we see each other and we have that interaction, whatever. Then I thought to myself, who are really my close friends?
3: And it's hard because you think to yourself, okay, I've known this guy for circa 20 years. But I don't but think I've hell? ever recalled needing this guy and he's been there.
1: Yeah. Well, Wow, wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, that's a big... <laughs> yeah, see, that, that, that's the other Explorer thing as well. At- <laughs> like, there's actually... How, how do I word this carefully? So, for example, with, between Dave and I, there's nothing that we explicitly need from each other. Like it's not like there's a financial bond or a business related bond or there's there's trauma (laughs) or sponsoring me fifty dollars a week. (laughs) My little African child. Oh my Um, god. He's actually wearing a World Vision jumper. No, but I'm saying like like I'm doing me. Dave's doing him. You know, like we're on our own respective paths and journeys and that sort of thing, and whatever. But the substance and the trust and the loyalty that's there, and I think that that's actually what I classify as a friendship. Is that. Mm I'm not using you for a purpose, right? And you're not using me. And we're not explicitly here for anything that's actually a tangible benefit. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, every time that we get together and you're the one friend I catch up with the most often, is it's enjoyable and, Uh you know, (laughs) <laughs> right, I'm just, you know what? I'm, no, 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 I'm, no, no keep I'm going, no, keep going, no. keep going. This is the most anyone's ever complimented you <laughs> in like the last 15 years. I know, I'm trying to soak it up. <laughs> but there's an element of enjoyment. There's an element of depth, as you said. But at the same time, there's an ele- element of re- reciprocity as well. And I think for me, that's what I classify as a friendship in terms of that idea that if I don't have to, if I don't have to think about it and I don't need to, ask the question to myself to question the integrity of a friendship, then that for me is a good starting point. Because if you're asking the question, there's obviously an issue. Mm. There's something there that's making you sort of, that's pricked your ears and gone, hang on a minute. I don't really know how I feel about this guy, you know? So I think if there's any, I guess, take take takeaway message from this episode, and this sounds very, I guess, business oriented, but conducting an audit of who you're, (laughs) Well, who you're spending time with, that's that's yeah. probably the most precious thing that you can give to a person, yeah. right? And it's not just, for me, it's not just the face-to-face, because you can have a lot of face-to-face contact with people that you see on a regular basis, but like, you know, I don't keep in touch with any ex-colleagues uh, from yeah. work, school, university, whatever, yeah. and I spent X amount of hours with those people. Yeah. But then you realize as soon as that that common theme between you two is over, you actually don't really have much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So I think understanding where am I putting my time and am I being intentional and purposeful? Like, am I walking away from that face-to-face interaction? So this is kind of the follow-up after the face-to-face of what have I actually gotten out of this? Like with Dave, we can have very deep conversations, very meaningful conversations. We can help each other out. There's that trust and that loyalty. Like I said, it can be the enjoyment factor, can be all of the above. And for me, I think when you go into that realm of like your closest friends, where you might have that one or two, you're usually getting a combination of all of the above. That's what I sort of deem as like, this is now someone that you cherish and value as a brother because they can do X, Y and Z. And so that for me is, I guess, a really good sort of checklist in terms of like, you know, you might catch up with someone, it's a good time. And then that's that's about it. Like we had a good time and there were the, that's, that's the extent of my interaction with that person. Yeah. But I think on the flip side is once you sort of, I guess, let go, which was going to be my next point, how do you go about letting go? You actually are dedicating more time to the people that matter. And so for me, that's actually a critical issue is the fact that we're trying to spread ourselves too thin amongst too many people yeah. to satisfy multiple circles where – we're not actually able to pursue a, a friendship that's of value and substance because of the fact that, you know, I'm just trying to keep everyone around me happy and show face. That's huge. I'm the Big guy, one.
0: <laughs>
1: huge. This, Big uh, point. Very you, powerful. To give you guys context about why KT reacted like that, like, sorry, Dave, I'm roasting you on air, but okay. I feel like Dave, Dave is more of the personality that's like, I'm, I'm trying to keep everyone happy in different circles and sort of... Which is, <laughs> Which is, I'm not roasting you. Like I'm using that as an example because I know that's no. a, applicable to a lot of people where they're like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. feel this obligation to, Yeah, I can't say no to no, going you, to you, you, whatever. There, are, there is some truth there and I've learned it the hard way.
0: Like, especially when I was younger, I've mm. had those things. It where was you like go, a year ago, bro. I was No, I'm, t- oh, I'm like, like you, you might go out, eat, eat, oh, whatever after uni and you spend like four hours four or five hours with a group of people and I and I would remember going home driving home and feeling like, it's I, time. like I would, I would mm. actually feel angry with myself because I feel like I've wasted mm. that day mm, mm, where I should mm. have it's invested it of time. in like study or I should mm. invest in people that I actually care about people I want to deepen those friendships mm. and I've and I but it's exposed me to a lot of different circles and cultures and beliefs and backgrounds it's crazy Can I, ask I you a question.
1: yeah go for it where are they now <laughs>
0: uh, yeah over the last few years mm. that the tectonic plates of friendship have definitely shifted. Mm. And I've, and I've seen, I've seen some very funny things. Like I remember with my basketball team and the whole idea of that mutual like activity that was like, we, we felt like a family because we were training like five days a week, traveling together, playing together, meeting each other's partners and wives and kids and stuff. And I remember, I don't think that any of them will ever listen to this. Um, but there was like a group of them that for the last 10 years, like they've been doing this traveling, eating together. Like this is all they do outside of work. And then out of nowhere in this, in the group chat, it just erupted into this huge punch on. And that, but those friendships of 10 years in one moment evaporated. And it was all because, like deep down, there was a quid pro quo. There was a it was, was it actually was
3: serviced by there was they were serving a purpose, yeah. and they all served that purpose. And it was and and it was crazy, like it was yeah.
0: counting about the number of times that you've come out and the, how long you stayed here and what present you got there and how many times you made dinner for us. And I and I was sitting there, I was like, man, this is this is crazy. And it, in an instant, it evaporated. And that was that was a big wake up call. And that was at a time of my life that I was actually I was actually trying to evaluate. Mm. What did you say? What did he say? Audit. Audit. <laughs> 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 I was trying to audit the friendships and be like, you know what? I need to start saying no a bit more. Dave or, was doing mm. the
2: real life version of the guy on Facebook. Who's like,
1: you're all cut off. <laughs> yeah, well, no, for real. But I just didn't post if anything. If you don't to <laughs> me by midnight tonight. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. part of that, which was the next point was like part of that, that letting go process. If you yeah. identify, there's nothing here for me. Mm. Yeah, How do you do it? Learning to say, number one is learning to say oh, no. Yeah. Oh, sorry, man. I'm like, sorry. like yeah. you know, I'm busy. I've got plans. I've got, priorities which is another thing as well but like where else like you can't just ghost i mean some people obviously mm. do just ghost on you but mm. that, that's a touchy subject for me at the moment <laughs> oh, no no god forbid no like one of the boys like full-on just one day just yeeted on the group chat there was no chat going on. There was no, always
0: one strange group chat. Yeah, too.
1: like 25 years of friendship and just in a moment, bang. He's, he's yeah. just left the chat? Yep. Yeah, right. No one ever heard, heard from him, never saw, never saw him again, whatever. But, blah, but blah, blah. Just double
3: check he didn't get a new phone or something.
1: He <laughs> 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 moved to Optus? <laughs> no, No, but going back to that serious element, okay, n- number one is learning to say no. Yeah, like, no, why absolutely. is it that we're so inclined to you know keep up with, you know all of these pe- these people and to show face with these people yeah.
3: can I throw a curveball because I think we all go through it yeah let's go if you've identified that this is a service not a friendship does service trump friendship
0: Ooh. The service where's trump the friendship? cricket's chirp button again as, <laughs> as in is 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 service more important yeah <laughs> delayed a little so, so if, you've, if, if you've <laughs> identified it's service yeah
3: right and and We've identified also that I'm sure you guys have that service is pivotal, mm-hmm. right? Does service Trump friendship or the other way around?
1: Can I can I answer this question? Not with that look on your with, face. <laughs> no, because I haven't I actually have a real life example of of something that happened just just last week. So there's one particular individual that I know that the only interaction that they have with this other individual is the fact that they pick them up because this person doesn't have a license, they don't have a car, whatever. And then my friend was like venting to me and sort of, he opened up the text message conversation and all it said was, hey, church this weekend, question mark. Yep, pick you up. Church this weekend, question mark. Yep, I'll pick you up. And then that was the whole conversation. There was like 80 messages in a row. Of all of this. And then... Habibi, that's Uber.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is Uber (laughs) Black. This
1: guy (laughs) just has to sound like an Uber account. And then hang on. Like, this is is actually the, the part that I'm sort of contesting here. He was like, it's like a service. But the sheer amount of frustration that came out of that... Like, service shouldn't make you angry and resentful. And like even Mm. one-sided friendships, like there shouldn't be that element of negativity that's there. So I don't know. I don't know if service necessarily trumps friendship because on the other hand, friendship is a very healthy thing for an individual Mm. to have (laughs) and to pursue intentionally. Like you need friends.
2: Maybe that guy expects something from that person. I was was just about to get to that. Yeah, Mm.
3: I I agree. I I think for me, what... Does it, does it become negative because there is a consistent level of expectation that an individual has from that person? Mm. You only text me or you only contact me when you want me to pick you up. Mm. So I are, I'm i asking if that individual, and I'm saying, I, again, this is an ideal world, it's a perfect world, but what if that individual's mentality shifted from, this is, my, this is a service, this individual does not have a way to get to church. Yeah. And I am, am of mm. his means to get to church, but he is not my friend, and I'm not bitter about that. And I've acknowledged he's not my friend. I'm, I'm, I'm facilitating him going to church. Yeah. Does that then set a foundation for him to be bitter?
1: Not necessarily the the, the bitterness. And this is obviously applicable. Well, actually, I want to go back to what you were saying because you you sounded like you had a, a point on the tip of your tongue, Mark.
2: No, no. He said it like I think if the guy is expecting, well, I'm picking this guy up. He should, you know, be mm. nice to me and like have a conversation. Well, maybe you're expecting mm. him to be a friend when. Yeah. He and maybe yeah, he's the guy being it's be <laughs> just like, oh, this guy's just picking me up for church. Like, yeah, you know, what's what, the big what, deal? What's the big deal? It's, I mean, so I think, I, and, and this always happens in service, like in anything, like even in like if you're doing Sunday school or if you're doing whatever, mm. there are always going to be people that you must show the love of Christ to that do not care about what you're doing. Like, they're just mm. like, oh, it's our Sunday school teacher, whatever. And you're like, you're trying to be friends with them, and they're like, oh, he's yeah. just our servant. Why is he like, so I think I, I think it's about expectations, but I think it's also like, just it doesn't from like even though he's your service it doesn't stop you from still acting in the exact same way that you Mm. should which is loving
1: him can i can i also add another spanner into the works on top of this i mean this we're not trying to solve this particular instance like this is applicable to a lot of different situations where it's like one way street i'm putting in all the effort i'm not getting anything in return blah 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 so you can adopt this to anything but I think that there's, and and in in this particular instance, since it's the example, there was an opportunity cost that was there, right? Mm. So it was like, you know, I want to spend time with my, my partner after church and then I want to, you know, go hang out with people and then Mm. blah, blah. And I think if you adapt that principle towards most of these quote unquote friendships, right? Is that if there's, if you're, like, if you're, applying that principle of time to someone and putting in that effort and dedicating that to someone, albeit service or not, Mm. but it's actually having a negative impact on you to the point that you're missing out on what something that could be a value or substance to you. I think that's where you now get to the point where you have to be intentional and purposeful about where it is, like which basket you're putting your eggs into. Mm. Because if let's all agree that, friendship is vital and it's necessary and it's healthy Mm. and you need to have friendship in your life and you've only got limited amount of time. I actually would come back KT and and say, I actually don't think in that instance that service trumps friendship. I Mm. think that this person would get more value, you know, as a, as a person to themselves by actually going out and intentionally pursuing the friendships that he wants to pursue. And I think the same goes for a lot of people like this whole keeping up with the Joneses and, and you know, it's like saving face and stuff like that. It's taking you away from something that might actually be beneficial to you. So,
2: but I, I don't wouldn't, know. Wouldn't, Couldn't you say that that's a little bit self-seeking?
1: Well, that, that's exactly my point. I'm yeah. like, at some point you have to... Like what if that person
2: never ever, like, what if his connection to Christ is you? The yeah, but
1: you up.
0: you'll never be the limiting factor. God will always send more mm, people, mm-hmm, and and I personally mm-hmm. believe if that's a, if that's a service and you know it's a service, then why not share that with five or six other people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but are you, together, are, you, you know,
1: are you also not? not yeah. Are you also not? I'm I'm answering your previous question. Yeah. Like, are you also not entitled and responsible
2: to look after yourself as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like this, yeah. everything hard. everything needs to be done with wisdom. You don't yeah. you don't
0: chuck out your own spiritual needs emotional needs of physical course. needs yeah. for the sake of whatever because then actually you're useless to the person that you're attempting to serve yeah, and we're mm. never going to be that we're never going to be that one link that if we're not that's there true. this person doesn't like God is far bigger yeah, than that like, and to be honest, this be guy, and he'll this guy do a better is, job without us if this guy's
2: bitter and re, like resentful Like <laughs> mm. maybe the guy's being picked up as like well, why is this guy was so angry when he comes <laughs> <Exactly. and> <laughs> 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 and so you it, might actually be doing it you might actually be doing it harm
1: yeah there's a lot of different personalities that picks me up church so angry all the time yeah <laughs> so the worst christian ever yeah <laughs> it's maybe, a loaded maybe. example, but yeah
0: Katie to your question, I think everything that we that we do in Christianity needs to be done with wisdom, mm. and we will never be able to serve service requires as it says in psalm twenty three my cup runs over, our cup needs to be running over with christ 's love mm. and and in a situation like that, you're going to need a lot of patience. You're going to mm. need gentleness. You're going to need all those other fruits of the Holy Spirit. So you're going mm. to be useless if you're not looking after yourself, and that includes friendship. That includes people that are, are going to nourish you. And I think that I think friendship is something that God has ordained for our lives. I think there's a reason why Christ Himself speaks about having friends, uh, the apostles, and and honors St. John the Baptist by St. John the Baptist says, I'm, I'm not the bridegroom. I'm the friend of the bridegroom. It's my greatest joy. This is my joy fulfilled to see my friend and to see him take his bride, the church. You know what I mean? Like mm. friendship is something that has been given a lot of dignity by God. So it's important. We need that. And I, I don't think we <laughs> can say one trumps the other, but we need both. And we're probably going to be poor at both without the other one. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
3: I, I can't say that I had the answer to that question. But I thought it was a good discussion point. It was a great discussion point.
2: I didn't have the answer to it. So I can't tell if you were right.
0: Or we right. we never have the answers on this. Place, <laughs> <so>. Yeah, no. <laughs> there it is it. An I think it's
2: like it's mm. something that you need a lot of prayer and wisdom about uh, and yep. a lot of guidance because there's no right. Because some situations require for you to say to your friends, "Look, like I can't be there," and I like this takes priority. And then some situations, like well, mm. like we said, this I need to draw a line here and uh, and I need well, time with my friends. and I need time to recharge and re-energize I think mm. there's no set steadfast rule.
1: Well, on that whole subject of like, you know, picking and choosing between, you know, a service and friendship, you know, and needing to actually look out for yourself and have something that's positive and beneficial. There's something that needs to be said about friendships that have a negative impact on you, you know, so there's bad influences and they don't necessarily have to be a toxic environment. Like we mentioned before, it could just be the fact that, when I'm with this, in this circle and with these people, I am doing things that I know that I shouldn't be doing. Simple as that. Everyone's on their phone. I'm listening. I'm also Thanks listening. Thanks, KT. Dave, you're fired.
0: I thought it was fired. Pack, pack, pa- pack up. Pack up. Pack up. Pack up.
1: I have, no, I have no belongings. Just go. Pack up. Pack I <laughs> up. <laughs> no belongings. Pack up. Take that box in the corner and get out. <laughs> That's
0: not my box. <laughs> so what do you do about that situation?
1: I'm asking the questions. I want the answers. Mark, my Lord, is so painful. Why do I do this? Mark, we need you. All right, you might repeat the question. What was the question? Can I I actually, uh, I'll give you, I am not condoning this behavior in any way, shape or form. I'm not saying that this is correct, but my mechanism to deal with... Punching people. (laughs) No. This is physical abuse, isn't it? (laughs) My mechanism to deal with friendships that I no longer want is I just walk away. Simple as that. Mm. Ripped a bandaid off, not interested, mm. see you later. Mm. And I am, again, I am not we, condoned, so people, please don't roast me, please don't send us anonymous blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, you're really scarred from that, eh? Hey? Yeah, I mean, I'm traumatised. <laughs> we have to take the anonymous link off the whole page. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> can we all right, Can we define like what's...
1: I'm not saying that that is correct
2: for the last no, no, time. No, no, can we define what's like a negative or toxic friendship, I guess? Because
1: like, like people... I think there, there's always situations where people don't pull their weight. No, well, I'll give you, and no names mentioned here, I'll give you kind of, this is an extreme example. um, Where like, for example, you might go into a friendship or an acquaintance or you know Mm. someone and that you know that they're hanging out in the wrong crowd in the context Mm. of like, they're out late, they're clubbing, they're, they're doing all sorts of things, there's illicit drugs, they're drinking heavily. You can see that this is taking them away from the positive and fruitful things in their life. Like they're not performing at their job. They're not studying properly. And, yep. you know, it's actually, there's a, there's a consequence to that, yep. right? Doesn't that necessarily have to be engaging in illegal behavior, but then you know that it, I guess the definition of what you would call a bad friendship is that when it takes you away from something that could be positive or beneficial yep, yep. or another element in your life. Mm. Mm. For me, Rip the bandaid off, walk away. Yeah, simple. So as
2: what's that. what's the difference between that? Sorry to sidetrack, but what's the difference between sacrificing in a friendship versus because sacrifice technically means it's taking you away from something. So yeah. so what's the difference?
0: Uh, I would disagree. I don't think like you're giving up something. But it's kind of more like giving up of yourself, like your time, your energy, your Mm. whatever, as opposed to this is dragging me in a wrong direction. Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. no, no, so that's that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. So Ray's
2: saying it's taking me away from something else, positive potentially. But you could also Mm. argue that a certain friendship might take away time from, let's say, your family but that's not mm. a bad thing I think if, it requires that.
1: I think if mm. there is an element of, like I'm not usually kind of the Bible bashing one on, on the episode, but not, not that that's what we do here. But I think if there's an element of sin involved, mm. and I'm not opening this can of worms, especially in the guy-girl friendships, Mm-mm. I think if there is an element of sin that's involved <coughs> in the confines of that friendship, mm. that is a very good indication that that is probably not mm. a friendship that you should yep. be a part of.
2: Mm. Yep. But then my my follow up question is then, do you have a responsibility, in any capacity, to correct that person, or to uh, at least say something? I don't think so. I, th- I think if you're in a
0: situation, but then isn't, where it, isn't that what a friendship is? you do? You boo.
1: That, that's my opinion. <laughs> because really, right? realistic, like, like there's the spiritual element, but there's also the practical element, like. If I'm you, not saying if, going clubbing well, with them. To like, well, this is like, I'm just. funny as that sounds. I know. We know people that know. have had that approach. Yeah, like, yeah I know, I, that, and
2: that's why I'm saying. But, but you this can't is,
1: like say oh, I'm but, just but to get, get li- in no, the name of the law. But, but Mark, this this is the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if they don't go clubbing with you, they're going to go clubbing with someone else. Yeah. If they're not hooking up with you, they're going to hook up with someone else. Like that's <laughs> that's just the reality. Like you can only do no, but you got to be really honest about this. Like yeah. you, you, you asked the question of like, how much sense of responsibility mm-hmm. do I have to be accountable to that person mm-hmm. to serve that person or no, no I'm not whatever. talking about serving. Like, like, like that's why yeah, I purposefully left whatever. serving out yeah. of it because I'm saying we, from both ends, if you look yeah, at it as like accountable as a friend or accountable yeah. to serve that person, yeah. you just might not be able to change that behavior. Like no, it, it might right, not even be a responsibility yeah. to, I think if you're in a situation where you need to get
0: out of a group of friends for those reasons um, that needs to be a priority and you're probably not in a place to have that kind of impact on them mm. and you walking away and by your actions, you know, showing a different standard, I think will have more of an effect mm. um, and it can be a very stressful mm. thing. I remember um, and I've, as I've talked about in the podcast before when I was younger and I was very far from the church and all my friends were very far from the church and the mm. stuff we were doing was very far from the church and I was stressing about, how do I change that when I started coming back to church and one of the priests gave me very good advice he's like it, it will naturally happen if you're on different trajectories it'll naturally it's like that scene in Fast and the Furious mm. Paul Walker but you need Diesel. to change your trajectory yeah, That's they, the they yeah. took separate exits yeah. and then you know that beautiful Rest scene in they go in peace, Paul. they go different directions yeah. it's the same thing like once you, you know, make look, that fast decision Fast Furious really sucks now it really does I don't understand and then the rock I mean, comes they're off to I don't get it the planes and the thing and the I don't get it. It's It's, ever
1: since The Rock came on board and just turned into like, it's all about him and the action and the muscle and whatever. What's wrong with that? I watch him every day. What do you mean? It's about the cars. Like, anyway. He's a machine, though. He's an absolute machine. I don't know how we got into this tangent. I'm really sorry. Continue, Dave.
0: But yeah, I think it's something that happens naturally. Mm. When you make that decision Mm. to make certain changes, it will happen. And I I think I've told you guys this story before. I had a, a friend. At the time, he was my best friend. But really, it was one of those friendships where the the foundation was the partying and the whatever else. And like, there was nothing there. There was yeah. really nothing there. Yeah. And when I made that decision to be closer to the church, he one day <laughs> came up to me at uni and he was like, yeah, we're, we're too different. Hey. And I was like, what? And he's like, and he, he, he basically said to me, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. And we just, we just didn't. But
2: I think that's, that was so easy because it was built on nothing like it was yeah. built on a foundation mm. of corruption well but you can let's also say you get
1: roasted f- as well like yeah. oh bro you know you're so lame yeah. now or whatever yeah. like there's it's always the going to be that Yeah,
2: yeah. but like, like let's say like for example the example of you and like Ray, Like, let's say someone starts deviating a little bit from that path and you can tell that they're going down
0: it's usually me
1: a bad path <laughs> yeah I'm usually the one berating Dave for like <laughs> what the hell are you doing with your life but anyway
2: moving but, on like, where where is your responsibility? Because if we're saying iron sharpens iron, then you have a responsibility to make that person better.
0: Yeah, but but that's in the in the context. Well, you have at other, least the responsibility to try. Like in to, the context of a true friendship. And a true so that's what I'm, that's friendship. what I'm
2: talking about. Yeah. That's I'm not talking but, about like the guy that you met at the club and you're like <laughs> I should probably try and save him.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about like to. I th- I think it depends on what the friendship is built on, like. By the way,
2: I'm just stirring the pot. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so much satisfaction. I just (laughs) love. Like, I'm
0: just. But what if they were never really (laughs) friends? Like,
2: like what? What if he was Lucifer? (laughs) Oh my god! But so, what do you guys? Because that that probably is more likely to happen. That you're Mm. both going on the same path, and then circumstances, whatever, or the person is being pulled away by another friend or another relationship. I,
0: I think it goes back to, uh, as Ray just said about what is built on. And when you have that right to challenge mm. one another, if you, if your friendship is genuine, it's built on those good yeah. things and someone starts to do something, yeah. whatever, then you have that chance to yeah. iron sharpens iron and yeah. chances mm. are they'll be more responsive. Yeah. But if the whole thing is built on something that's, yeah, that's not I mean. even yeah. there, yeah. yeah. there's that, nothing, I mean. there's nothing to salvage yeah. and there's no, that's you what I mean, have,
2: like if you don't want to salvage it, then yeah. of course but you, you, go, you know, go, go for gold, like rip, didn't get rid of them because you
1: know what gives me a lot a lot of peace as well is that like if you you know you've kind of drifted apart a little bit and then mm. you've done what's in your control yeah. and influence so you've reached out you've sent a message oh hey man let's catch up whatever yeah. and they, they're just just disengaged yeah. they're disconnected or yeah. whatever i don't know i'd you've sleep part, yeah i'd sleep part, a lot yeah. more peacefully at, at night going well okay i did uh, what i could mm. obviously not interested in it yeah. need to you know i can't just continue pursuing this yeah. but I think going back to the idea of of negative influences and yeah. bad friendships, I think in order to kind of bring this all together, I think it ultimately comes down to kind of defining what a good friendship is mm. and I guess being more intentional and more purposeful about pursuing those. And naturally, you're probably going to deviate away from those negative yeah. Friendships as it is. Like just as a, a as an organic byproduct of yeah. being more purposeful in your pursuit pursuit of friendships. You know. So I think that don't sort of overwhelm yourself and be like, Oh my god, I have to have an awkward conversation. I've got to have this like, you know, this confrontation, and then have to try to like save this person, and then it's going to be a dramatic and, and climatic, you know, <laughs> thing that. The past and the furious. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Chuck the music on. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I think back to any friendships that have gone that way, it's never mm. been intentional in a way of like, you know, we're breaking up. Like it's just been natural drifting. Yeah. Um, and because it was built on the foundation of nothing, then. Mm. There was no desire from any side to really.
3: It's, but it's, it's, it's easier for that to
2: depart your life if it meant nothing
3: to you then. Yeah, that's what I'm mm-hmm.
2: saying. It's much easier, and I think, like Ray said, like you have a sense of peace about that because you're like, well, that's I know what I'm doing. Like I know the path that I'm going on. This doesn't align with that. I'm not really, like, upset about it because mm-hmm. it doesn't contribute to what I'm trying to achieve and and do. Mm. I don't know what, what do you think, Katie? You haven't given your Wisdom about this.
3: Oh, I think
2: I might got uh, my quota No, no, no. You got <laughs> more episode. in the tank.
3: Yeah. I
0: hit my quota for the episode. No, no. You got
2: more He's Thinking was. about the skills that Dave promised him.
0: There was no skills. <laughs> what did you say? Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> look, I look for obviously like from the perspective of our listeners like the expectation isn't to sort of go through your facebook friends list and be like you know nah, you didn't make the cut not nah, you know whatever but i think if you were to sit down with yourself for 5 minutes you know as you're listening to this driving along or doing whatever thinking i, I don't i don't want to be crude by saying this realistically i think most people have maybe 2 or 3 close friends When you think about it, like, you know, if I was to ask any one of you individuals, like, you know, who are your friends? You probably have those one or two or three people that come to front of mind and then everyone else is kind of like, oh yeah, you know, I'm all right with this person whatever. But Mm. I think that's more of a reality check. And I'm sort of implying that like allow those friendships to flourish and to grow and to prosper because that's what's adding value to your life, you know, and Maybe it is time to be a little bit more intentional about saying no, about you know, just organically pursuing your own path, and then letting those those things, I guess, wither away for lack of a better description.
2: Jesus only had one at the cross, so mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. if he only needed, well, he didn't need one, but he didn't need anyone. But yeah, he was only left with John. So
1: yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> what? I it's just everyone just like <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point we to can end. Cut, cut some of this <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm leaving all the silence in uh. that's a good point to end on uh, not
1: that those, I'm phrasing those, my own uh, point for those that are listening I don't know if Mark's going to edit out like that minute <laughs> silence but I think it was like kind of a very somber mood where we all sort of went oh man you know what like
3: maybe everyone's just realised that there's a vast majority of their life that needs to be gone <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was I was the saying, yeah. I'm
2: messaging
0: my mom now. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: anyway. Did you say you're messaging your mom? Yeah.
1: <laughs> joke. It was oh, a joke. Okay. Oh. Anyway, do we have it. any final, I guess, comments? KT, what are your thoughts? Mm. If there was one message that you Yeah. If there was one message <laughs> that you wanted people to get out of this episode, what do you think it would be on the topic of friendship?
3: I like to I, I liked the beginning and the beginning concept behind I I would like people to, if if they do get the chance and if this does hit home for you, grab a piece of paper, write down your closest friends and I think if you can inject what we spoke about into those close friendships and take the bar further, take those friendships further, take it away from the fact that we just work together or go to uni together or we see each other regularly or we've been mates for 10, 12 years. Take it to we have depth, we have vulnerability. If I feel like crap, I'll talk to you about it. Mm. If there is a, a huge milestone in my life, I'll share it with you. Take that, take those relationships and add depth to them. That for me is the real, personally what hit home.
1: Mm. Mm, nice. I think there was, I mean, my my final point and something that we have yet to discuss on this particular episode would be Don't be afraid to go out and make new friends because as you shift through those stages of life, right, and you discover more about who you are as a person and where you want to go and what you actually value, I think that you'd be surprised rather than being stuck in that hole of familiarity and for a friendship that might not necessarily be flourishing as you go through that audit process, as you said, Katie, that there are some incredible people out there that do value friendships and you would be surprised as to how many people struggle with this concept where Mm. they do feel that sense of loneliness and they sort of say, you know, I wish that I had more friends. Um, so I think, you know, identifying a good and genuine honest person that you connect with and you have that substance and that depth with, you know, more often than not, you can tell pretty quickly if you're going to get along with a person. Mm. And I think, you know what, putting yourself out there to, to be like, Hey man, you know, like good to meet you or whatever. Like we should, we should catch up. We should hang out, you know, what's your, what's your number, whatever. And doing all those proactive things and not being afraid to put yourself out there and to form those new bonds, you would be surprised. Like you don't have to stick with what you know, you know, if you go by that process of, of depth and substance and all of these markers that you have to, I guess, uh, formu- formulate a checklist of like what is a a good and healthy friendship there are people out there that actually meet that criteria and so my advice to people would be don't be afraid to make new friends i don't want to i don't want to come across as sort of like out with the old and in with the new but there might be one individual person or two people or whatever that you know what if with a little bit of i guess effort and initiative you could formulate an incredibly strong friendship with that person and that would satisfy all of the the aforementioned things that that we've discussed in this episode so that would be my i guess two cents worth dave mark any thoughts
0: yeah just on that point that um i think god is very faithful and god sends us the people that we need so if you've if you've done that audit or whatever <laughs> what have you said and, and you found that they are quite shallow and you're afraid about making new friends, like God will send you the, those people that you need in your life always and, yeah. and mm-hmm. to have the yeah. courage to follow that. And when you find it something very special, like um, maybe just one one last thing from me, St. John Chrysostom said, um, eating and drinking is not what makes friendship, such friendship even robbers have and murderers. But if we are friends, if we truly care for one another, let us in these respects help one another this leads us to profitable friendship. Let us hinder those things which lead away to hell. So man, you guys dropped some bangers here. Big ones. <laughs> so <laughs> if that, bangings. if the friendship is, is eating and drinking together and that's it, then yeah, it's, the it's quite cheap. Mm. Even mm. as yeah. St. John Chrysostom says, even robbers and murderers have yeah. that. Mm. That's, that's, that's the baseline. That's not, that's not an indication of friendship. That is the bare minimum in any kind mm. of, you know, mm. it's, it's more of a symbiotic thing. So, that when you find that when God has sends you those people, like it is something very special. It's something that God has given dignity. It's something that's important for us to have.
1: Mm. Yeah. Marky Mark, any final words?
2: Uh, I guess based just on like off of Dave's point, I guess just focus like with um, KT's list of people, like focus on quantity, uh, quality. Sorry, not quantity. Like mm. you can have quantity with many people, and uh, like as as everyone knows, like you can message fifty people a day mm. and you can reply to people's stories and you think you Mm. can think that that's a friendship. But I think like if you're only catching up like once every few weeks or whatever, but it's a deep, meaningful friendship that brings you blessing, that brings you grace, that brings you like improvement to your life. Like you don't need to feel like that's not sufficient. It's, Mm. it's whatever, like we, we just judge it as insufficient because of what we see on, you know, on social media or whatever we see around us. And we think that, Everyone is communicating with 25 close friends every single day. No, like it's it's mm. just a facade. So I think just focusing on quality um and and focusing on just more meaningful things, like more than just eating and drinking, like yeah. that's a good mm. kind of filter. So um now you gotta sum that up well.
1: Very nice boys. I really enjoyed today's episode. So thank you obviously to our listeners as well. If you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook simply by searching the righteous man. If you want to listen to this podcast, it's on Spotify, Upper Room Media and Apple Music as well. Feel free to reach out if you've got any questions, uh, any, I guess, topic suggestions or anything that you just want to get off your chest or if you need a friend. So thank you very much, KT. Appreciate your time and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks, boys. Peace.